the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, it's a Monday. How you doing? I'm back. I'm back here in the studio again. Good to be here. It was a good vacation. I needed a good vacation, to be honest with you. Usually, I only take a week. But I don't know about you, but when I go on vacation, it takes a couple of days to get into vacation. And then you start getting out of vacation about two days before you come back. And then, uh, you know, so it's really at that point, you, you get about a three-day vacation. that You get away from things. I, I left for two weeks. That was good. That was good. I, I had a good time. Had a great time. Uh, first few days down in Florida, it was raining. But that cleared up, and then it was nothing but blue skies and temperatures about 85 degrees. Nice. That's nice. Can't ask for anything better than so that. So you spent time uh, on the beach? Uh, yeah, I was on the Panama Beach City is where I was at. Mm, I enjoy nice. it down there. I already set my time, my dates, and the days that I'm going to be gone next year. <laughs> in, uh, in, in 50 weeks uh, from uh, around this time, I'll be going on vacation again. Got a place that we stay down there that we like, and uh, it's reasonable. It's so funny because it was built during the uh, the mid-60s, mm-hmm. so it's sitting there, and it's kind of a ranch building, you know, mm-hmm. it's long and squat, and sits between two high-rises. So nice. That are both 15 stories tall. Oh, wow. So wow. It kind of reminds you, if you've ever seen that picture in New York City, of the old lady who wouldn't sell her oh, house. Right, right. And they built <laughs> yeah. the buildings all around her house. It was crazy. But anyway, it's kind of, uh, it kind of has that feel to it. But uh, I'm glad to be back. Uh, the only big, big, big thing that I've been seeing that happened here, and I was following it, it was that uh, the mayor's uh, wanting to raise taxes on the people of Little Rock. The people of Little Rock said, nope. don't think so. Nope. Don't think so. And then... Two days after Steve Landers announced that he's running for mayor that's of Little of, Rock. That does that, seem like kind of a big deal. That's going to be an interesting uh, situation. I've already mm-hmm. I've already put in my uh, my name for him to come on the show mm-hmm. and sit down with us and tell us some of his ideas. Because if there's one thing that uh, the people of Little Rock needs, they need somebody who's a businessman because. They don't have anything close to that right now. It's very obvious. Yeah, Steve Landers is, is certainly that. Yes, he is. He's very, and he's been very successful in business. Is he, is he the biggest car dealership in the country right now? You know, I don't know. He's one of them. I think. Uh, I, I I know that yeah. he's the largest, if I'm not mistaken, here in Arkansas. Uh, now he sold he sold off some of his car dealerships. There's some very large groups. Yeah, that were yeah. using his name in the yeah. state that were nationwide uh, groups. Okay. Yeah, because I think he had some he had some businesses out of state too. Yes. He? Yeah. yeah, he was. I've had him on. I just I have him on because mm-hmm. he's an interesting guy to right. sit down I, I, and talk I, to. I, I've met him one of, one of the times he came in here to, to do an interview with you. I mean, um, he's very interesting. Ago, so. I yeah. he comes well, to the Capitol when there's legislation. Yeah. 
RD will tell you. I like I like, yeah, I like entrepreneurs, don't I, mm-hmm. RD? Yeah. yeah, that's why I have He's, RD on. But <laughs> Mr. Mr. Landers has gotten involved with legislation that has to do with transportation and mm-hmm. several things and been down to the Capitol to lobby for and against several things through the years. All right. So what else has been <clears throat> happening here? Well, I know that they're still fighting over max, mask mandates here in the state. And uh, they're still fighting over mandatory inoculations here in the state. So nothing nothing has changed as far as that's concerned. It's still going on across the United States. So we'll have to see what well, goes on. Biden's national mandate. I mean, the governors, I think there's like nine governors right now that stood up to him. And Arkansas really hadn't stood up to him very no. well. No, no well, I, I do know this. I know that the the uh, the governor has said that. They're not following what he says. Mm. I mean, I, if I'm not mistaken, all the Republican governors said, eh, "Ex nay on your uh, mm. your your what you want to do there." Yeah, there's a few there's a few sheriffs out there that are kind of saying that as well. They're saying, t- "No, nope, we're not going to enforce this." Yeah, and yeah, well, that's good. I'm glad that that's yes. the key. Um, you know, because I I think it should all be it should be up to you. I I do say this when it comes down to companies uh, making the decision about uh, about having uh you know all kinds of uh inoculations and things like that it's up to them when it co- that's that's kind of the argument in the state and that's what's going to it's going to be is we clearly see that the government doesn't right have the right to go against the constitution and take our individual rights that, away from why us the president but, said what he did to but, business but uh, I don't, uh, I don't think a business has the right to tell its employees that that they have to make personal health decisions either. I don't think the business has the right to do it. So I'm a little bit torn on that issue. So me too. So if it's a truly private business, then yeah, I think businesses should be able to make any kind of dumb decisions, and their employees can say yes or no, and the employees can leave if they don't like the their their boss's requirement. However, when businesses kind of blur the line between government and private, which is largely what's happening, I think, with some of the really big corporations because they're they're almost government entities at some point. That's yes. where most of their contracts come from. And, and so I, I've got a little more tr- trouble with those companies having the same kind of leeway as an actual private business because – they're almost they're almost government agencies at some right. point. And yeah, that's, but, that's and, but that's the big word, almost. Almost. All but right. when you kept, when you really look at the constitutional, it's it's about individual rights. It's not about corporation rights or company rights. It's about individual rights. And if you apply it to individuals, then you can't say, you know, it's hard to say that somebody can take your individual rights away from you and force you to do something you don't want to do. So. I always just try to err in the in the side freedom of side. Well, and, see, and that's that's the point. You, as the owner, can decide. Hey, we'll make our let our our workers decide what they want to do with this. And I think that's the way it, it should be had. But as the owner, you should be able to look at them and say, "Hey, guys, you work for me, and you work for me under the freedom of wanting to come to work for me." Uh, if you don't want to live by my rules, then you're I, able to go and I think that's, perf- pick I think that's perfectly reasonable. Jump somewhere else. I think it's perfectly reasonable. And so, and I think one of the things that that one of the other issues in this debate is whether or not employers should be held accountable for some of the decisions that they're pushing on their employees. And so, 
There's there's been one of the no doubt so one of one of the questions is well should employers have some responsibility if these vaccines turned out to be harmful here in three or four or five years exactly. it turns out you made me do it right if you pushed your employees to do this should you now be held at least somewhat responsible for the damages that's caused Definitely. if the vaccines end up being harmful and that's a question that but a, if you're the employee you had the right, right. to leave right. the job right. i mean if you didn't want to take the vaccine right. you could have said nope i'm right. out of that, here and see you later and that's a fair part of that as well yeah i know a, a lot of people disagree with me on this but i think that's where freedom comes in you know you got to make up your just you got to make up your mind and, and about I, this. I wish we would be a lot more consistent about that idea from, from a, a freedom, personal responsibility, yeah, I, from a personal like responsibility yep, and freedom as well. And because, you know, if I go to work for Artie Hopper and I, I'm being foolish and I hurt one of the other employees, I think it's unreasonable for Artie Hopper for have to, to have to pay for the other employee. I think I should have to pay for him mm-hmm. if, if I hurt him. Now, if Artie Hopper puts me on a forklift and say, hey, it's, it's good to go, just go ahead and go with it. And I get on it and I start using it and it has no brakes and I run over one of the one or of the other employees. Or you had no training. Or I've had no training. But he, but he tells me this is, this is good to go and it's not. And I hurt one of the other employees. Then, then he has a little more culpability than if I just am foolish and I'm, I'm hurting yeah, people. Yeah, in the real world, the attorneys go after the person right. that has the most money. The most right. money. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. right. The, the biggest, biggest insurance can policy. Pay. Yeah, Who right. can right. pay? All right. Hey, Willie, how are you? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. Welcome back, Dave. Thank you, sir. I'm glad to be back. I don't know about you, but I still got sand in my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little bit left, not a whole lot. I I did a good job of emptying out. I had a little problem. I'm going to have to go see my my uh, doctor this afternoon. Uh, foot, my foot doctor, I I call her, Doctor Driscoll. Oh God! Because I had a uh, a callus uh, crack while I was gone, and you know what that means when you're type two diabetic. So. I right, got to go right. in and have them take a look at it, and they're going to want to scrape off the bottom, the callus off the bottom of my foot, and all that today. So, after they do that, then I'll know where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Dave, I won't mention Cubs, but I won't mention them. Yeah, but I also, Dave, I need to discuss a little matter with you. Well, we're going to be doing lunch. I keep telling you that's coming. Are you coming down to Benton or what? I will. We'll figure out a place to go that's that's uh, easy for both of us. How's that? Sounds all right. That'll, that'll work, and I'll see if some people will join with us. Maybe we can get Duck to come out and, and have lunch with us or something. How's Dave, that? Dave, well, I'm really sorry about the Cubs. I'm not. I mean, they got <laughs> rid of all their, their players. I mean, you get rid of all your players, you can't expect to win any games. That's the way I feel about that. Well, we'll see what they do. Know. We'll see if they're when and during the winter meetings if they're spenders or not. That'll tell us a lot about the Rickards, uh, the Ricketts, uh, and and being uh, what kind of uh, owners they're really going to be, and, or if they believe. Well, we brought you a World Series title the first time in a hundred years. Now you wait another hundred years before you see another one. Let's hope that that's not the case. I'm, I will well, say this: if you look at how well some of those players have done. Uh, since they've been traded, they might have made a couple of good decisions there. I mean, uh, I look over and, you know, the only one, uh, Bryant's the only one that's hitting. He's hitting for the Giants. Chris Bryant? Yeah, he's the only one doing much of anything. Oh, gosh. I mean, uh, yeah, the the shortstop, not not really, really doing all that much. He sure didn't help the Mets and propel, propel them to uh, – uh, you know, a win or a wild card, and 
Uh, Rizzo, I love Rizzo. He's been with the Cubs forever. But, you know, it's a different game and it's a different economy now when you're when you're looking at professional sports. Yeah. I mean, I it really is. Uh, I'll have to see how far the Cardinals go in the playoffs. Well, they're really, they're really hot right now. That's the, the key. If they can get into the playoffs and be hot, you never know what might happen. That's why you well, they play. Got, they got a sixteen game win streak. Going. I know they got that. I that's what I'm saying. You never. That's why you play the games. You just never, ever know. Hey, listen, I got to run. I appreciate, you, but I will be in touch with you, buddy. All right, I promise you. We're going to do. Know. We're going to do the lunch. I know you're you're doubting me some, but you know, don't doubt me like Biden. All right, <laughs> don't be By doubting. Way, me. Did, did you go to eat at Dolphins there, Panama City? Uh, I did not. Uh, I'll tell you the the. the the places that I go, I go to Shuckums a lot. I go to Dusty's a lot. I go to Mike's a lot, and uh, I go to Wild Wheels at least once while I'm there. Did you see sharks down there? Nope, no sharks. Saw some dolphin dolphin fins, but that was about it. Did you go on a helicopter and plane ride? Dude, I'm not going to pay that kind of money to ride on helicopter. The military, the military paid me to go on helicopter rides. I'm not going to pay them. What, okay, Dave. All right, we'll talk to you later. Thanks so much. It's about 140 bucks. Is it? Yeah, and it's about a 10 minute ride. Right. You know, it's it's yeah. very very short. What I liked, and I I was um, talking to the folks that were with me. Uh, two, um, both of them are former military as well. One. Uh, flew helicopters for 59 years hmm. uh, and i was talking to him and in the morning the f uh, the f-17s become flying down the beach from the air force base <sighs> past us and i'd i'd stand up and look at him i say gentlemen that is the sound of freedom <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what that is all right 19 minutes after six power panels here with me they're tired of me talking about the vacation we'll get into talking about what's going on uh nancy pelosi uh doesn't know whether to blank or get off the pot right now about uh you know the the whole thing about the uh infrastructure bills that are sitting out there and the uh, democrats passed in the house it will not pass in the in the senate the most Wide open abortion bill ever, ever. I mean, you can have an abortion if they would pass this at any time in a pregnancy. And I'm, I'm talking about you could be have your feet in the stirrups and be ready to give birth and say, I don't want it. And they, they would kill it. They'd kill them. That's kill just the way it would be. They would kill the baby. All right. Up break. We'll be back with more here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Man, I'll tell you one of the worst things that can happen to you if you're on, let's just say, vacation or any kind of trip. It's your car breaks down, and then you got to get a tow. Uh, what you need to know is to have a number uh, with you that you can call, and you know that the people that are going to come out know what to do. Now, if you live here in Arkansas, here locally, that that number is for East End Towing because they know it all they are prepared to help you no matter the situation east end towing can handle it and they've got all the answers you lock your keys in your car they'll come out and spring your keys for you uh you got a you know a a flat they'll change the flat for you and they'll hook up your car if it's that bad and and take it where you want it to go 
not to somebody's impound lot so that uh, you end up paying whatever the tow is you're not going to pay a whole lot of other money as well so uh that's what you do when you break down you call east end towing their number is 501-888-8849 501-888-8849 put their number uh you know in your wallet maybe in your purse in your phone mm-hmm. those are places you should have it so you don't run into problems any longer All that's, right, that's so an important thing to remember keep that uh keep that in in mind if you ever have an accident or something it's better to call your own tow truck now you better believe it <laughs> because you can you can get nailed pretty hard if you yeah, let me tell you how the state police do it all right the state police you know they're a government agency so they got to call who they got to call and the way they determine who they're going to call is they just put you know companies say yeah call us if somebody needs a tow mm-hmm. truck and they're they're in a line and all they do is they just call whoever's up. Right. Then to I be think called. you'll tend to pay extra bureaucratic red tape when right. you when you when you let the government call it for you. So just be sure that you have the number and you know that they're going to be able to handle uh, your problem. That that that's what you want to be able to do is handle. Let them handle you the way they need to handle you. That is East End Towing. And I've been seeing them all over the place lately. They're doing a lot, a lot of your calling them, and that's good. All right, 627. Before we go to the break here at 630, let's take a, just a few moments. Do you think the mayor was a little bit surprised? I mean, I wasn't here. How how did he react to losing for his one-cent uh, sales tax? Did did you get to see him and what he had to say about it? I, I did not, but the, the thing is, though, that a lot of times these secret um, tax increases – they often pass because not very many people know about them. I was surprised um, that it didn't, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I thought W was working, trying to get the ladies rallied up to make sure everybody knew to get out and vote against it. Well, so. Hines, you know, he's works on the city council. You know, he was working uh, behind the scenes to uh, defeat it, too. So he did a good job. I should give him a call, get him on tomorrow, talk to him a little bit about it. Maybe he can talk about it. They usually pass in Cabot. Yeah, they did. Well, well, just recently. Just recently. A $40 million wave pool. Whoa. $20 million for the What's the difference between a wave wave pool and a giraffe? I don't know. There's got to be a joke there somewhere. (laughs) You you got that right. And building building a new, uh, you know, kennel for the dogs. And, and, you know, they're going to have a private doctor. They're going to have a doctor. Did I say private? The They're dog. going to have a doctor that people can come and see at the dog oh, pound. A vet, a vet uh, yeah, a, a vet at the dog pound. So, you know, and less than one percent of the people voted in the in yeah, that. of course. So we're looking That's at insane. somewhere you know sixty to seventy. I had to pull it back up. Sixty to seventy million dollars worth of spending. One and one, one less than one percent of the population. The state legislature needs to get involved, That's, and th- they have passed this hot potato for years and passed. They got something. set up right now this for is, about four. This four is, times a year. This is not even majority rule. Keep your thought. Okay, <laughs> we'll come back and talk to these special elections when we continue here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Good to have you with me. Good to be back. All right, when we left, we were talking about uh, tax increase here in the in the city failing and uh, 
Paul was just about ready to launch into another special election. You know, right. facet a, of that talk, which is special that, elections. It's frustrating though because these they, what they call special elections oftentimes are basically secret elections. Right. They they have them like they're in, in in Greenbrier, close to where I live. There was a special election a while back. You know, I, I'm somewhat politically connected. One day, I think it was it was during the legislative session. I think. I discovered the day of the election that they were having a tax election. Mm-hmm. And so I rushed up in the green. You heard to, me talking about it on the air. No, that I was remember. a different time. Oh, that was this, a different this, one. That okay. was a different time. But this, this was, this was a, a time during the legislative session. This might've been a couple of years ago. And, um, and so I rushed into Greenbrier to vote before I went down to the legislative session. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it's just frustrating. And the other thing is that so normally we have our, our normal voting day. We have our, our precincts where we go and vote, right? Well, on the special election, I think they had one location open. It was the most convenient to the people who were probably most likely <laughs> to vote in favor of raising taxes. So you basically have a hidden secret tax increase election and and you don't let people know about it. It's a yeah, secret yeah. tax increase, and so like already you Harper's, let the schools know about it, right? Well, yeah, you let you let the, let the teachers and, and the people who are going to personally benefit from these from these tax increases. But but it, and when one percent of the population can raise taxes on the other ninety nine percent, I'm sorry, that's There's not even that's not that's that. not democracy. That's not that's not a, a majority passing passing laws. That's just tyranny. Well, and it's complete. Uh, Giving up your giving up your uh, duty to do what you need to do. I mean, if you do know about it, you need to get out and vote. You need to get out and get your neighbor to vote instead, and let other people know. But it is that is tyranny when you don't even know you to vote. The municipalities have an unfair advantage, and the counties have an unfair advantage with, with controlling the media and who and who gets the information yes and you also you can look at the cost of all these special elections across the state the cost of it millions of dollars (laughs) but but we have to have you know first thing you do is turn the state red then you try to find conservatives and turn it dark red because you can see all these subjects come up and they're not willing to touch them and make sure none of the republicans that you vote for has the last name of sturch (laughs) <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So, uh, but when they come up there, you know, we didn't we elect them to, you know, to raise taxes. What did we elect them for? So, uh, we need to know where they stand on these issues, and they need to take up some of these special and, elections. And don't be afraid to ask them. Ask them exactly. these questions yeah. specifically. What do you think about government sending tax dollars to private businesses to stimulate um, economic growth? Ask them what they think about that. Do you think it's okay to t- take money from R.D. Hopper to give it to a, another business yeah. that's going to move into town and, and it compete with R.D.? That's like not the internet, Like, yeah, we're going to team up with an internet, internet provider. Well, hey, that's just like socialized medicine. We're going to have socialized. private health, health insurance right. in Arkansas, and the state's going to pick one company or two companies to partner with, and everybody else is beat. And that's well, a monopoly. Yeah, it's, it's, you have state-sponsored... State Help, state-sponsored um, assistance, and so what do you end up with? You, you end Socialism. up with you do end yeah. up with it's socialized point, internet. Really. And do, do we really want government involved in the internet? Do you want them watching everything you do on the internet? Do you they want already them do. Mon- right, they, they are. Do, so but. do you want them officially involved? Right. And so they can winners well, and just, losers, isn't it, Paul? That's it's it's another business. The, do we want to be 
uh, do we want to have actual private business that, that we can engage in that's nobody else's business? What are you holding over there, Dave? Well, whenever I'm listening to candidates who want to run for office, I want to make sure that they adhere or will adhere to the Republican Party of Arkansas platform. Right. All right. And uh, one, two, three, four, five. The sixth point on this platform is lower taxes to produce economic growth. I think we all understand that we have to pay some taxes so that we're going to be able to keep our roads up and, and things of that nature. There's, Of course, you can have some very large and long discussions about is that even necessary, but still uh, lower taxes to produce economic growth. There's a lot of Republicans that serve right now in the uh, in the state legislature that are as big government believers as Maybe their democratic, democratic sure. uh, you know. And that's, and that's frustrating. Com, yeah, right. compatriots we, we, over there. Fiscal. Well, yeah, right. One, one of the, and I won't mention his name, but one of the biggest advocates against abortion here in Arkansas is also very much in favor of, of um, big government. Right, big government stimulus and whatever else, or, or government um, economic packages and whatever else. It's frustrating. It's irritating. That's the norm. It's 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 yeah. It's it, they should represent it, the platform that they well and, and under all well, of the platform. Yeah, right. The entire. Right. But, but they they believe that that the free markets need a little help. The best way to yeah. make that's, that's, money the, is the to problem, give people their money back. Well, give give people their money back. Let people make their own decisions. Right. But this is kind of a a, a fundamental contempt. For people in general, it's like you're it not is. smart enough to make your own decisions, so we're going to ha- have to help you along. And we're gonna, by the way, we're going to take some of your money to do it. That, that's well, well, the it, reason they figure is they figure we won't teach you what you need to know when you're in school, so you'll right. be too stupid to know what to do, and we'll tell you what well, to do. Fill, fill your mind, fill your minds with a bunch of stupid garbage. Yeah, they're teaching socialism. Well, it's funny you say give your money back because much. The, the message is on a lot of these bonds is they'll pass a one cent sales tax and be sunsetted whenever the project's over. Mm. So whenever the project starts to be over, they're like, hey, you know, interest rates are down and we need this money for other projects. So then what we're going to do, this is not a new tax. Mm. So we're not going to say the project over. We're going to lower your taxes. We're going to borrow more money than it's before not, not because a, we have better interest rates. It's not a new tax. Then, what would you think? What would you think if your mortgage company? Let's say you're about to pay your mortgage off. What would you think if your mortgage company added another hundred thousand to that? Would, would you think that was a it was new money or no? yeah? It's now a new, you're getting it, technical. It's Paul. a new tax. Yeah, it's it's a new tax just because yeah you currently have that payment on your mortgage, but if you're about to pay your mortgage off and your mortgage company added another fifteen years to it, you you. you You'd think that went up. I think it goes back to what you were talking about, though. The contempt is on full display. Oh, sure. That that the bureaucracy has for its plebes, you know, that it's on full display. And they're not afraid to show it now, which is something we should we and they're wondering why we aren't reacting. Just roll roll over. We'll rub your belly like a like a good dog. Right. Right. Safety over freedom. Well, the problem is, is that here in this country, we've become fat, dumb and happy. And that's exactly yeah, that's we, true. You know, you know that you got a problem when you worry more about dogs and cats than you do about human Unborn. babies. Right. You know you got a problem there. Mm-hmm. There's a huge disconnect 
somewhere in mm-hmm. people's minds. Well, look at look at the look at the, you. You see a post on Facebook where there's a dog that's been beat up or misused. Look at how many people will talk about. We should butcher the guy who's done that. Mm-hmm. We should just tear that guy should up. Should be put in him. jail forever. Right. Kill him, shoot him, whatever it is. The people that that, that just they lose their minds about what the what the cruel abusive things they should do to the person who did the, did to that dog. You're nothing now, better than a slave owner. Right. But if someone's an abortion doctor, nobody talks about the abortion doctor like that. Nobody suggests well this person should and be shot. And if you do, this you're person, nuts. Right. Right, and the, even the conservatives will say that you're nuts if you talk about the abortion doctor that way. I think there should be it's, more of the new technology that shows just how clear the ultrasounds are now, because a lot of people aren't. I don't. I'm not giving anybody a pass. But right. I'm saying and when I saw that's, the that's new ultrasounds, wow. unfortunately, yeah, three days. Uh, many of yeah. us here, I think, would suggest you know it doesn't matter what this person looks like; mm-hmm. they're a person. Right. I, I don't care that that this person has arms and legs or a beating heart. This is a person. Right. Don't kill this person. Right. Other other people, maybe they need a little bit more. They need pictures. Uh, pic, they need pictures. Yeah. They need pictures. It's like, okay, this this is actually a, a, a human child. Maybe we shouldn't well, kill this. But if you look at Arkansas, really, with what we're talking about, I really think that our Arkansas legislature and our attorney general has been working very hard on abortion issues. No, they did good. I think they're doing it. They're suing the federal government. I think they're doing as good as they can. So when you look at the abortion issue, I believe we're pretty good in Arkansas. We need to be better. Number one in the United States. But, but, you know, we're not there yet, but we need to keep fighting. Hmm. But really, when you start talking about, well, Walmart and Amazon, they Mm -hmm. want us to be like California. They want to bring all these big... companies in but they think the way to do it is by raising taxes and picking winners and losers and then coming in and selling our first amendment rights out by passing all these liberal laws like hate crimes passing all these laws that all these corporations want to have so you hear them say well we want to make arkansas number one we're tired tired of being number 47 well, we would like to be higher up on the chart in economic development, but we're not willing to sell our freedom out. We're not willing to sell sell a con, our, any of our constitutional rights out, and we don't want to pay the taxes for you to pick which companies are winners and which companies and are it. losers. It's not a free market, really. It's the government market. You know, you know that that's the frustrating thing. Corporatism. We don't, it's just corporatism. We've got a corporate yeah. market. We've got a we've got a um, bought and per, mm-hmm. bought and paid for government yeah. that that tells us. The, who we're allowed to buy from, who we're allowed to sell to, and and the people we're allowed to do business Where with. Where to buy right? insurance? Sure, <laughs> Which right. Companies, right, right. I Get mean, the contracts. And that's coming. I've I've sent uh, Paul an article from this healthcare association, and they're saying that in these budgets that the Nancy Pelosi is going to try to lower the age that you can yep. buy Medicare. So what they're trying to do. You know, Arkansas took the money and sold out. Come on into the plantation. Yes, well, that's exactly. Yeah. So Arkansas sold out to bring people at uh, one 100% to 138% on Medicaid, and they took the federal money. We'll pay all of it for, you know, five years. You know, it's free money from Washington. So we sold out on that, of course. We lined up for the check. So now Nancy Pelosi says we're going to lower the age to get on Medicare 
So, uh, I mean, we're marching to a single-payer system, and as long as the federal money is willing to write the check, is everybody going to be willing to take it? All right. Keep your thought, Paul. I know you got more to say, but I'm going to put you on hold again. And uh, we got to find out what uh, Simone has to say as well, and some more from RD. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. Glad you're with us today. I'm happy to be back from uh, vacation. Go Hogs. I pulled in just in time and ran into my living room and turned on the TV, and I saw the first touchdown. And I went nuts. I was jumping up and whooping by myself. And that's kind of scary when you think about it. Anyway, don't forget about Pat Davis. Pat Davis wants you to know that he's out there ready to help you uh, forward all the information you're going to be hearing about what health uh, care plan you need. I mean, it is part of the world we live in, but that doesn't mean that you have to pay exorbitant prices. Find out a way of uh, saving yourself money, uh, like 30 to 50 percent on health insurance. Pat can do that for you. He's got the perfect health plans if you happen to be self-employed so that uh, you can afford your health insurance. It's actual insurance. It's not a share plan. And uh, you can choose any provider in the nation that's out there offering health care. No co-pays. That's all there. And any excess money goes to you instead of to the insurance company. Something to look into. Know what your rights are. Know how you can save money. Uh, give uh, you know Pat Davis uh, a call at 501-605-6935. One more time, 501-605-6935, or visit him online at yourhealthplanman.com. All right, 10 minutes till 7. Uh, if you say, Hey, that's a familiar voice. I know I've been gone two weeks, but surely you haven't forgotten me yet. It is Dave Ellswick. I'm glad to be back from vacation and ready to go. I am rested up. That is bad news. If you happen to be a lefty, I'm just <laughs> telling you right now, uh, Simone is here. RD is here. So is Paul. He, they are all part of our, our, uh, our power panel on Monday, power panel tomorrow. By the way, Bible Guy's not on tomorrow. Everybody is doing uh, really Bible Guy's kind of things, so they can't make it into the studio. Uh, serving people is the number one thing they do, and uh, sometimes they, they all have to do something at the same time, and that means they can't be around, but they, they'll be back next week. But that means you get two hours of the power panel tomorrow. It'll be good. It'll be great. I'm looking forward to it. Of course, Elizabeth Sotolaro will be here, and then uh, we'll be having Heather Beach here. Dallas Green, while I was gone, had to say that she could not do the power panel any longer uh, because she is working on the Steve Landers campaign now. Oh. So, uh, of course, what did I do when she said that? Hey, Dallas, when can Steve come on the show? <laughs> All right, that's what I did. And... Uh, that's supposed to happen here in uh, in the short short. He wants to do it. He's been on the show before, but he'll be talking about bigger fish to fry, so to speak, the next time that he, he comes on. So keep your eyes and ears, you know, peeled. Where did that saying come up from? I'd like to know when do people start the peeling peel people's ears. eyes? I, <laughs> I guess is that cornea surgery or something, Russ? Do you think maybe that so you see better? You know, so keep your eyes peeled. 
I've never heard keep your eyes peeled. I've always heard keep your ears peeled. Okay. But that just means yeah, I've heard you're keep listening your eyes a little bit longer, a little bit harder, a little bit deeper than you yeah. normally do. Okay. So anyway, um, I'll look that up, see if I can find anything about it. That's always interesting. Cataracts. I like a lot of things dealing with the English language and where terms and ideas come from as far as those things are concerned. All right, so let's go back to Paul. You you wanted to continue. Right. So, you you get about another three minutes. So here. we were talking about how um, somebody was suggesting that we should lower the age for Medicare. I guess. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi. And, and so, who else? So she several, wanted to lower the you know to, basically to sixteen la- years old to be able la- to vote, lassoing lassoing more people into the socialized medicine. So from what I understand, so several years ago, I think in Arkansas, I think government was already paying for sixty five percent of all medical care in the state. So most of the medical care in Arkansas was already being paid for, and this was several years ago, by the government in some form was Medicaid, Medicare, whatever it may be. So I'm assuming that this, that across the United States that the government is already paying for the majority of the medical care that that the hospitals and, and local doctors and, and, and pharmacies and such are, are, are giving out, not giving out, they're charging for it, obviously. Um, so this is just – it sounds like a way to get more people on the plantation, as you suggested, is is you get – we're going to – even if we don't get full-blown socialized medicine, you get more people on the on the take, and you're almost there. Turning up the stove on the frog. Yeah. Yeah, I and mean, it's, it's, it's just – we've already got a great deal of our, of our medical care socialized, and so – so many decisions are already made based upon well, how will the government pay for this, or what what will the government pay for? How old are you? How old are you? Right. What what is, what is what is appropriate? And so, well, if the government will pay for it, we'll do this test. If the government won't pay for it, well, we'll do five other tests that will that may not do you any good, but they hurt and they it makes money for the local facility. That's true. And so it's it, I, so I, I went to a chiropractor for the first time several years ago when I got hurt, when I, when I nearly drowned myself. And so I, I paid my insurance deductible that year. So I got, I was, <laughs> I was able to, 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 the chiropractor was free that, that time. And so I went and, and, um, and they took some x-rays and stuff like that. It's like, you know, insurance was paying for it. Otherwise, um, if, if I was going to have to pay that several hundred dollars, whatever it is, we might've decided, you know what, maybe we don't need those quite as bad as we thought we do. Right. And so when, when insurance is paying for it or when government especially is paying for it, well, well, the government will pay for this, so let's go ahead and do it. And so you end up wasting resources. And, and we're also just causing um, people to just become entitled to Without a free market, nobody right. wins. Right. Without no, a free we, market, we need a pricing, no We need a pricing schedule, and those prices need to, we need to feel those prices for that to actually encourage us to make better decisions about well, the doctors, resources. The doctors err on the side of excess when the government's paying for it, it seems like. Well, no, and, when, and, when gov- and when lawyers are looking over your sure. shoulder, looking sure. for the slightest thing oh. that they can take you for, you know, hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands of dollars. Well, and, and that's go. another frustrating thing is that sometimes you end up missing the forest for the trees is because well we're gonna we're gonna test for every little thing but in the meantime you, you just needed a band-aid mm-hmm. well basically you're taking what the government decides to give you instead of of paying for your own policy you get sure. what the government decides to give you and there's going to be winners and losers they're going to say this age group mm-hmm. here we're going to make investments in this age sure. group down here 
or these people down here that are not productive. We're not going to spend as much money mm-hmm. on them because they may be handicapped or something. Mm-hmm. When you get elderly, you have the government deciding who's valuable and who's sure. not. All right. We'll pick up more in the next hour. I've got about three minutes. Let me check, turn those when you get some things going oh, on yes. with the Republican Party of Pulaski County. So put it on your calendar today, the 2nd of December. We're going to have a cocktail hour and dinner at the Pleasant Valley Country Club from 5 to 8 with gubernatorial candidate Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Lieutenant Governor candidate Jason Rapert and his band, Thurlow Tyrone Cone, Pat Becker, Wallace and her band, and a silent and live auction just in time for Christmas. Tickets are $75 each, and a table with your name is $600. Limited number of tickets offered. No money will go to any particular candidate until after the primary. Money goes to Pulaski County Republican Women Political Action Committee. And tickets are available after today at our website, PulaskiCountyRepublicanWomen.com. Pretty easy to remember. Right. And we also have a Facebook page if you want to get the information, somebody will reply to you. And we have an event in February. It's not um, set down in stone yet, but Leslie Rutledge, and it will be involving lots of chocolate. So yeah, like that goes along fest. with Valentine's Day. Right, right. So we're going to have a big chocolate festival. And so stay tuned to our Facebook page, and uh, we'll keep you posted. Okay, and that's Republican Party, uh, uh, Pulaski County dot com, or Pulaski County Republican Women. Facebook. Blah, 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 blah. Yes, we do have. Well, we've got a cool place to have them at, too. Yeah, so. you do have a good place to have it at. All right, let's take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll pick up the discussion uh, we'll talk about the infrastructure bill. We need to talk about that. Uh, are they going to pass the one that uh, the Republicans kind of got behind? Or are they going to pass that uh, $3.5 trillion monstrosity, the social infrastructure bill? Got more to talk about here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Glad to be back from vacation. Power panels in the studio. We talk more with you. You can call in. You know, and uh, discuss things with us right here at uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. Pacific Ocean in California. It looks like it goes down really, really quick. Mm -hmm. The thing that bothers me is how much steam it you know it makes. Oh, going going into the water. You know that's 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 not a good thing. I'm just I don't think that's a good thing to to have happen. Uh, And then you got the, the real problem of it starts letting you know really how fast the Earth is going around. You can get a little bit 
you know, speed of Earth. Mm. I'm going to prove the Earth was flat. Mm. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> right, right. It does that. You know. All right. A couple of things that are going on. The House Democrats, I, I referenced this in the first hour. Uh, House Democrats have passed an extreme abortion bill. Now, in the House, if they if they can get everybody to vote for something, it's going to pass as far as the Democrats are concerned. They have the majority of people, so they can get it done. The National Review and their editorial board uh, reported on it. Here's what they had to say. House Democrats united behind legislation they could almost all agree upon enshrining in federal law a virtually unlimited right to kill a baby through all nine months of pregnancy. If all members had voted, it would have taken only four Democratic dissenters to kill this radical abortion bill, but just one voted against it. Uh, H.R. 3755... The uh, deceitfully named Women's Health Protection Act. It's not not about women's health. It's about abortion, okay? It's about killing babies. Uh, Would invalidate nearly all state laws limiting and regulating abortion, including many health and safety regulations designed to protect the lives of women. Lydia Rose uh, had this to say. Uh, in a 218-211 vote, the Democrat-controlled House just passed the most extreme abortion law in American history. It would codify or make law, that's what that means, the right to kill preborn children through all nine months in all 50 states. Murder. And Dr. Uh, Albert Moeller, who's head of the, uh, I think, Southern Baptist Party, uh, this bill is not going to get through the United States Senate. It won't, even if the House Democrats do force this through on what will be a party-line vote. Didn't have to force it. Only one person voted against it on the Democrat side. It can't get through the Senate on the same basis, and that's because, of course, the filibuster rule in the Senate means that in order for the bill to reach the floor, it must have 60 votes, and when it comes to this legislation, when it comes to this bill that would legislate Roe v. Wade, there is no chance that this bill is going to get 60 votes, and that would require 10 Republican votes. It's not going to happen. Even a basically pro-abortion Republican like Senator Susan Collins of Maine says that she can't support this legislation in its present form. Now, notice that she said in its present, present. form. Oh, boy, doesn't bad. mean that it can't wow. be changed to... To, like to make her have no problem on so this. To money to be <coughs> what are the Democrats doing here? Is it is they trying to commit political political suicide? I don't know. I mean, anyway, that, let me just finish yeah, what ahead. you said. Uh, therefore, since the House is taking this up against the background of legislative impossibility, that tells you that they're going to do it in order to exercise what you might call a congressional form of virtue signaling. They're virtue signaling loudly and clearly, and so is the administration, by the way. The administration and Democratic President Joe Biden released a statement uh, today, a statement of strong support of the Women's Health Protection Act of 2021, as it's called. So, if you believe that abortion should be legalized for all nine months of a woman's pregnancy, by all means, 
vote the Democratic Party because it's the only party that believes that murder should be all right from the point of conception to the point of birth. Is is this time for churches to get involved in politics? I would think so. I mean, are they going to stand yeah. up it's, it's and em- say anything? It's, em- it's embarrassing that that you've got kids that go to church all their lives and conservative churches all their lives. They grow up, they go to college, and they think, well, you know, abortion might be okay. They've they've well, never they, the they've reason. never been taught they've never been taught the, fil- the philosophical moral foundation of why you shouldn't kill people, and and why that is a person, why this child is a person. Yes, this is not a fully developed person, but a two year old is not a fully developed no. person either. The fact is that a male child doesn't become fully developed probably t- until they're in their thirties. So what does that say? Does that say that we can make the logical jump, all right, and say since a person has Alzheimer's or dementia, they're not a 100% person anymore. So instead of treating them, why don't we just euthanize them? Sure, sure. And and that that is the logical conclusion in many respects. Is it, well, you're inconvenient. This is going to Mm -hmm. make my life more difficult. And you're costing everybody money because right. the government's paying for health care right and and so what's what's interesting is some of these people well well it's it's going to risk my life to have this child or it's going to be inconvenient it's going to take part of my life away is what it is well on the other hand they'll, they'll go ahead and, and and charge me taxes to take care of various different social programs it's like this is inconsistent but but the reality is that you don't have a right to kill someone just because they're going to cause you some inconvenience. No. You just don't. You have you know? a right to prevent getting pregnant in the first place. Right. You know, that that's we know how that happens. It's, right. it's not a secret how that happens. Keep your clothes on if you don't want to get pregnant. Right. Yeah, use birth control. You, I mean, we have it out there for those, you know, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Ninth month, is, I, I can't even imagine, that is murder. Anytime a baby can survive outside of the womb... Even log- just rational people should agree, no matter what side you're on, that that's, you know, you, you, should, you're, you should save that child. But and you're it, shouted down right. to and, silence. And, and at at well, nine months, why would you kill the child instead of just delivering it? And giving it up Delivering the child. I mean, wh- why? Well, I, you can't expect me to carry the child for nine months and then have to give it up for adoption. But you'd you rather know, just I've heard that. I swear to God, I've heard that said. But, yeah. but someone's going to carry the child to nine months and then kill the child right before they're born. I don't even <laughs> get that. And that does, abortion does horrible damage to women. Uh, most of the women. Psychologically. That, psycho- that's what I mean. You know, mm-hmm. abortion itself. Uh, ask, that's, ask, the newest, that's the newest argument from the left. No, it doesn't. I'm happy I had an abortion. Have you been you're, seeing all I've of that? You're, you're a psychopath. Or, I've had yeah, an abortion. The, yeah, these, these uh, psychopaths that, that talk about how they're proud of their abortion. saved abortions. my it's life. No, it, it allowed me to pursue the things that I wanted to do for my future. And they're dead inside. Yeah. They're, you know, they're just dead inside. If they, I don't believe they truly, well, maybe psychopaths, but not any any thinking, feeling human being is going to be damaged for what they've done. Maybe not then, you know, maybe they've rationalized it out if they grew up in this world where it's accepted, but they're going to eventually have heavy damage that comes back to haunt them. So. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it, it really is messed up, but part of this is because 
we have developed a society that doesn't like children. Well, children, we've, we've, we've developed a spineless society sure. that's not willing to stand up yeah. and call evil evil. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, right, I didn't right. mean to interrupt. No, you're you, right. No, but I think, so I, I, think I mean, at what time? Like I said to start with, at what time do the churches say you cannot be a Democrat and support their platform? Right. You cannot support the Democratic platform and be a Christian. That I will, mean, you can that, call in you know if you disagree well with am. me. Yeah, but, of course. But how can you do it, Dave? Well, you how can't. Can you? I've been saying it for years, and everybody says, I can't believe you say that on the air. Well, it's, it seems pretty black and white to yeah. me. So do we We have principles. There, there are things the Democrat Party are probably a little bit better, better about than the Republican Party on a few issues. But where's your stand? What's what's your there? There are principles. Some principles actually take precedent over other principles. Right. They really called, do. It's yeah. called life. There, yeah, and there, yeah. It's 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 you, you have God's word. you have to make those <laughs> things make those judgment calls sometimes. But you know, if you stand back and 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 defend abortion, you know, do you have a moral compass? And you can say, well, I give money to Democrat candidates. And I vote Democrat, but I don't support abortion. But you do. <laughs> well, you know, I'm sorry. Is that not what they say? Is that not yes, what they're saying? You hear it all the time, man. Yeah, it's like so, I don't support abortion. I support the candidates. I give to the candidates, or I give to the party. I go to a fundraiser, but I don't support abortion. If you're supporting Democrats in any way, you are supporting abortion. And, and so, so what? What are the policies that they support of the Democrat Party? The the organized theft through social socialism do they, do they do they support um the organized violence against people who who want to live their lives um in 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 righteous liberty what what is, what is the what part of the democrat party do they, do they actually support yeah, i don't think that, you can come up with a straight answer from a lot of people well i, no, I think right myself is you know god gave us obligations to help the poor sure. god gave us obligations sure. to help the widows uh, there's the individual the orphans right. there they, are individual us. obligations right. so people would rather give the government right. their money the and let of, the government take care of their god the state of arkansas will not yeah. stand before god and have god ask him why didn't you take care of the poor the state of government state of arkansas will not a- will not answer that question well you, you and i will money. you yeah. and i will stand before god but the state of Arkansas will not stand before God. Well, I think that's what people think. They like the idea of paying the money and then have somebody else take care of, of their social obligations. And that's, and that's just, that's, that's, an just that's morally irresponsible because part of part of our obligation is fiscal. Well, but morally, it's also morally irresponsible because part of our responsibility is to be good stewards of our money that's and, and our resources. The, and so yeah. when when government comes along and takes a hundred dollars from me. And they're going to give it away, and they're going to divvy it up and give it away to a bunch of different groups. Some of those groups need to starve. Some of those people are bums, and we have a responsibility to let them starve because they won't work. Yeah, and you really can't pay your government to take care of your grandmother, so it's more convenient. You don't have to have her in your house or anything like that. No, that's, that's not morally responsible. So, I mean, how are you going to trust them to do that? And community always yeah. takes yeah. much better care of of people in need than government. Well, community, individuals. It's, individuals. It's, it's, it's not my responsibility to take care of your mother when she gets old. It's my responsibility to take care of my mother, and it's right. your responsibility to take care of your mother. Now, if either one of us falls on really hard times, we might help the other. 
but it is not my responsibility to take care of your mother while you are capable of doing so. And if and if you somehow are, are lazy, you spend all your money on televisions and beer, and and I have to come along and bail you out. You need a whooping. I'm but sorry. you know, I, but mean, <laughs> I, I brought that's, that up, but I, that's the only thing I can see why a Christian would want to support the Democratic Party to have the government take or care the of their party to take care of their, some of their own and, responsibilities. But the problem is they're going to do things with it like that's abortions and right. that are immoral. Right. So my that, suggestion is to tithe to the church that you attend and feel good that your church will do what is right with that money and not say well let's give them might give my money to a politician <laughs> well you that's know? true that would probably be better but there's still personal obligation the good samaritan whenever he came on to the guy on the side of the road he, he didn't, didn't pick up the phone and call, and call the, the church, church right and say can the elders meet and uh, decide if you want to help this guy or not so even if, he if took you initiative. do it, there's personal responsibility, oh, sure, and sure. there's there's congregational responsibility to take care of of members and stuff. But you cannot shirk your own personal responsibility. Right. Right. Volunteering, yeah. if you and, can, and, helps. Uh, you know, volunteering and anything you can. If you can't tithe or give money, giving of your time and going out and helping with whatever needs to be done is another good way to give back. Sure. All right, got to get a break in. 20 minutes after 7. It's going fast this morning. we still got more to talk about the infrastructure bill as well. Uh, Pelosi is playing a political game right now, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how she does this week. I mean, she was saying that they were going to take this vote today. Doesn't sound like to me with talking heads that I've been listening to uh, that they're going to get that done. She's not sure she's got the votes as of this time. All right, don't forget about PI Roofing. PI Roofing is uh, the company that can take care of your roof. Here's the other things they can do. They've got carpenters that work for uh, them that can come in and repair the damage of what a leak has done. Because like I've always told you, the water gets through your shingles, then it gets through the felt. Then it gets through the plywood that's on the house. Then it gets into your your insulation. Then it gets through the insulation, and it gets down finally to the drywall in your home. And when it starts to you know destroying that, now you got a real problem. And uh, a lot of guys that are out there doing work uh, for these big companies don't have time to do small jobs. And I'm talking about repairing ceilings or. You know, like uh, my ceiling in my garage where I happened to put my foot through it one time. Uh, there's things that, uh, you know, small guys do. And uh, PI Roofing has the people that can help you out. I still consider PI Roofing a small company, even though they're much, much larger than they were when they started with me on the Dave Ellswick show about 20 years ago. Uh, so if you need a carpenter, they can help you with that. You need somebody that uh, you want to plan out an expansion on your home. They can do that for you as well. That's PI Roofing, 707-3551 is their number. Give them a call or visit them online at piroofing.com. I'm back with you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Good to have you here with us. I'm back from vacation. By the way, before I go any further, let me thank everybody who filled in for me. Uh, of course, Robert Steinbach and Alan Kerr and uh, 
on Thursday of last week, Ben Gilmore came and, and filled in. Uh, I didn't get to hear the show. I heard from a lot of people who said they enjoyed his being on the air. Uh, and there's uh, it was other people as well. Ken Yang filled in uh, on several days. So uh, Kim Hammer came in one time. I think I hit everybody now on that. But uh, I... Um, I try to make sure that everything's good. I got to get Alan Kerr on to talk about when we were talking about this whole thing about Pelosi and Medi- Medicare, and yeah. let him and let him talk about that because I'm sure that he'd offer some some thoughts on that. I know one other thing he'll ask a lot of thoughts on when he was a state uh, representative, he did everything in his power to get rid of special elections. He came within one vote. Of passing, it was Alan Kurt. Yeah, he was the man who was behind it. Is that right? He, he, I, could, I didn't remember that. I think he, I think he served three terms, if I'm not mistaken, six years. That's probably about. Right. And he, about uh, right. uh, that was one of his number one priorities, and he never could get it across the goal line. And it was it wasn't because of Democrat votes. No, that's it wasn't. Sure. It wasn't because of Democrat votes. It was because of Republican votes. I'm just. Or or the the, the the present Democrat votes or whatever, right. you know, get away from not voting type things. Well, maybe in a couple of years we can rectify that. I'm that hoping session. that in 2023 uh, uh, that that will happen. It, it is embarrassing that how these special elections can just go through and one um, percent. That's that's insane. Right. Less than one percent, Cabot. Less than one percent, people. Now he's vote. speaking. Yeah. He's speaking about the one. Only one person showed up to vote in the uh, uh, Cabot election about the uh, mm-hmm. bond issue that they passed. That was uh, huge. Right. Just and huge. You know, I can I can understand that maybe a special election is sometimes necessary for something that's really important. Really and and I'm going to tell you what. There'll be something written in the law to allow that happen. Like you, let's say you have a. A major tornado come right. through your so community. You need to change like, a law yeah. in the cabinet in the years past. Right, and so if it's really important, people will get out and vote. Right, but if it's not really important, don't make it into a secret election. We should well, create you, a watchdog, like for special election watchdog. But, and, and there's some oh, people that do there. that. You know, Kenny Wallace does that to some extent. They're but the, but the thing is that it yeah. takes resources yeah. to let people know yeah. about these things. It, it really does, and so it's. Um, it, it, it's a mess, and and so when special interests can um, can promote these things, because you know if if you're a big contractor that's, that's fixing to get this forty million dollar contract to build a big swimming pool, or or maybe a new dog internet shelter, providers. or internet providers, or whatever it is, then you know it makes it makes sense dollars and cents for you to go out and spend a lot of money to promote these tax increases right. secretly. You promote them to the people. You promote them to the people who Here's are what people don't realize. It used to be everybody looked in the newspaper every day. Uh, you know, what, six people get up. the newspaper now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, there's very few people who do that. And one of the state laws is that you have to, on an election, post in the newspaper. To post it in the newspaper. Well, a, a newspaper of general circulation. And now you put it in, and it's like. So, you know, what's the, what's the general circulation for a There newspaper? are no general yeah. circulation right. newspapers in reality anymore, I think it's fair to say. Because, Put it in a phone book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we don't even get phone books anymore, do we? No, I use them I for, mean, for spacers. Spacers, right. right. Well, I mean, it's... it's <laughs> Under a leg but, of a chair. <laughs> I, I think what probably My grandson, 
I used a phone book for my grandson. Just boost him up yeah, in, boost seat, him right, up in right. his chair. <laughs> but, but what they probably ought to do, if, if they're going to have a special election, they should probably have to send a letter to everyone. To every voter should probably receive a letter in the mail to let them know this is coming up. We'd have to help yeah, them and, write the emergency clause, right, and, and, and the emergency and you, clause I, and I, would be abused. And, and, I th- and I think they need to go ahead and have every precinct open like a regular election. Right. Because, like I said earlier, in, in Greenbrier, when they had one of these special elections— they only had the one in town, and so my regular precinct was not open for me to go vote at. I had to, I had to drive out of my way. Democrats and, and, would call that voter suppression. To, oh, to, to have it it, to have the precincts open? <laughs> yes, voter suppression. No. Voter suppression. Well, it depends on what you're trying to do, if it's suppression or not. Yeah. I was being facetious. Right. Let's take a break. We'll come back with more. Randy Bachman, right? Birthday today. How old is he? 1947 was when he was born. Do you want to do the math? Yeah, I'm doing right it in my head. Uh, 51, 53, 6, so that would put him 73. Wait a minute. It's, 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 it's a 21, so. Yeah, seven, five years. 73, 74. What was born on this day in 1947. Who? Who else? Meatloaf. Meatloaf. <laughs> Paradise by the dashboard lights, man. Things, yes, in the, things, things in the mirror are closer than they appear. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's great. Bad out of hell. How about that? Bad that out that's of where hell. you know all of that kind of stuff. So anyway, yeah, I like Randy Bachman. Of course, they went on Bachman Turner Overdrive after to guess who. They were from what city, Russ? Winnipeg, Canada. That's where they all came Canada. from. That's where they got a stature to those uh, those four guys in Winnipeg. I've seen it when I was uh, working up in Grand Forks, North Carolina, North Carolina, North Dakota. Went up a couple of uh, hours and crossed the Canadian border. I couldn't do it now. They probably tell me go away. Well, you know, right. you got those rock and roll statues that you go to and. I, I had the pleasure, I had the privilege of standing next to one uh, back in June of this year mm-hmm. uh, on a street corner in Winslow, Arizona. Oh, must have been hmm. the Eagles, huh? Yes, sir. Who was it? Was it the Eagles or was it the, the whole group or was it just Hensley or somebody? Yeah, it was just one of the, I don't know exactly who the statue is of, but they've got they've got this whole little intersection there, museum. It's the uh, if you're standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona, what a fine sight to see! It's a girl, by Lord, in a hatchback floor, yeah. Yeah, and a flatbed Ford. Yeah, and slowing got a down. Flatbed Ford sitting out there, slowing too. down and take a look at me. Come on, baby. <laughs> Don't say maybe. Uh, we won't Good go tune. any further than that. All right. Good tune. I know. I remember that tune a lot. It was played a lot when I was a young man. All right, Rally for Medical Freedom coming up on the 29th. That would be Wednesday at high noon at the state capitol. A lot of different speakers. Let me just run through this list. Uh, Senator Bob Ballinger, Jan Morgan's going to be there. 
uh, Representative Brant Smith, Senator Trent Garner, Senator Alan Clark, Senator Dan Sullivan, uh, Iverson Jackson will be there, John Thurston will be there, the Secretary of State, Judge Joseph Wood. Also uh, going to be there is uh, Sarah, is that Dunklin? Uh, we got Heather Beach going to be there. Heather will be here to, tomorrow. Uh, we got uh, Senator Jason Rapert, Jeffrey Kennard uh, from Engaged Ministries, Sheriff Chris Brown, and uh, Sherry Bales. Is that who the new Mrs. Arkansas is? She's going to be there. And it says, bring a lawn chair. Well, if you're going to have that many speakers, you don't you want to be standing. It's election time. Yeah. 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 It is yeah. election time. Yeah, everybody is everybody is there. So, I think they so, need you know. one o'clock. I'd like to see them get a resolution and have all of them to sign it so whenever the session comes <laughs> in time next time, they can remember <laughs> back right. stuff to all the things so what, that what they were said? supporting. What's, what's the date and time on this again? Uh, start. It's on the 29th. That would be 29th, Wednesday, Wednesday. So is, at is, high noon. Okay, so is Wednesday the day they're going into session, or is it? I'm not sure, but I would assume that that's probably right since they're having this big rally, big rally. and they're wanting them to bring it up because typically uh, in a special session, the governor would kind of say, well, we're going to get together to do. So this is this is know, a little bit different from a special session because it was it was a it's not technically a special session. It's actually they're coming out of recess. Yeah, they're from, coming out. And of, so it's a little bit of a strange thing that I, I don't know that the state of Arkansas has ever done this before. Because they, they had their regular session last spring, this past spring, and instead of actually adjourning, they um, – or adjourning is not the term, I don't think. But anyway, instead of actually coming out of session, they yeah, went on a recess. Latin, there's a Latin term for that, Paul. <laughs> I, I don't know what it you is. You know, that tells us that we're – It was about an Arkansas sovereign you know. bill, I believe, that they had a bill that they had to, to gut and kill what? and replace it with somebody – else to get the credit a watered down version and and, and, a non a a non version well and it it wasn't totally worthless but it it was not as cool as the one that they had well Uh, gary gary uh, stovefield has no repercussions and that's part of the problem is that that i think the um that particular bill you're talking about was the um the um they went to like midnight you know to replace that bill with something else so the Republicans could pass something that sounded as good but didn't do it as much. And then it's gonna be interesting to see if Gary Stubblefield runs for re election. You know, I He's I, getting tired, man. I'm just telling and he, you. And he's getting older too. And I, I, I Gary Stubblefield is one of the men down there that I, I, I appreciate quite a lot. And um it would be kind of sad to have well, him, if you're a conservative and there. you don't appreciate him, there's something wrong with I mean, it. It would be it would be sad. It would be there would be a hole down there. Was he pushing there. the bill? He was the sponsor. He, he was the that's one that was behind He was the sponsor. That's what I, I, that's what and, I thought. Um, he was the one that was behind the bill. And, and uh, there was a deal cut at the last minute, and, and everybody and that was pushing And he wasn't it. really involved in it. No. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. The um, Yeah, the, the guy who sponsored it was... Um, Oh, Missy Irvin was the sponsor of the second oh, the bill. Was Missy Irvin. She might have been one of the Senate sponsors. I'm trying to think. Uh, the she House. got the credit for it. Yeah, which was no uh, surprise yeah I don't, I, it's but yeah that was it was kind of a um snatching victory out of the jaws of defeat 
Exactly. So, no, actually, it's reversed. The feet out of the jaws of victory. But that bill but was, was not killed, though. I mean, they, the, still way they went into, the way they went into recess, it's still alive, so it, it could be brought back I, I think up. you're right. I think they could go go back and not bring it back up and, and override the governor's veto. Well, expect that they won't bring the mask mandate bill back up. It, that's, that's in stone. I mean, the... Uh, I give the legislature credit that they have stood on that, and they, and they, rightly so. They did, but a judge basically struck it down. I think I think the best approach now is to probably impeach the judge. Well, that's going out to the, um, Supreme, going Court. To the Supreme Court. Yeah. I don't know when it's supposed to be heard. Though. Right, but in the meantime, though, in other words, basically we've got a bunch of local agent, local government bodies that are just given the, the given the bird to the um, to um, the state government right well, now. Well, they were left over. Democrat judges. That's what they are. Well, and and it's, and it's, it's the, the thing is that, that there's 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 this broken, corrupt moral philosophy that judges have the right to um, disregard state law, right? And and not really be held accountable for. I think this judge should probably be impeached for what he did. Someone needs to be held accountable. Period. That might stop some of their actions. Right. And, the action. and that's that's part of the problem with these judges. They think they're little gods out there. They can just speak. And the rest of us have to, to jump and, and obey them as if they're um, kings. So we've, we've got Take a knee. we've got one one judge who thinks he can override the state legislature and the governor when they pass a law just by saying, "Well, I don't like it. I, I don't think that this is a- appropriate for the state government to um, protect the rights of individual citizens to be told that they have to wear." Uh, a covering on their face. What, what if this covering covering had been? Uh, what, what if they imposed coverings for for women, right? Like the uh, Muslims do, Muslims. and saying, "Well, this is just about common decency. Women need to cover their faces." Do you, do you, do you think a judge would have thrown that out? Well, and it could come to. I mean, that's following that line of logic, though. That's exactly how it could go. It's that judge's perception, right? So you you've got judges that that think that well I, I know better in the state legislature yeah that's true I tell, you, tell you what i agree with you we have a problem where one person can override the whole system but dave when it time. comes down to this multi-trillion dollar a uh, bill that that they're trying to pass right now in washington and you look back to when you know ted cruz and the guys tried to shut down the budget and how that really cooked them politically you know, I, I don't see how they stand up to it. Do you? No. I mean, last I guess, time. I mean, how do you see it? Don't do you think they're still scared about how uh, that the last fiasco happened? Well, here's the key. The key of this whole thing is is that, and I understand Paul's point, but I also understand that. Thank God for the judicial and what mm-hmm. they've done. For instance, our our own Supreme Court. They've done some good, not totally good and we're going to really find out come about november with this mississippi abortion bill Mm -hmm. you know because they can they can revert roe v wade back to before roe v wade and make it a state issue which it should be not a government it should be a a centralized government issue i agree it it shouldn't be a federal issue but but they are they hold a constitutional 
spots. They do. They do. And they, 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 just like everybody else, take an oath to uphold the Constitution, and they have a, a duty to nullify any law that is unconstitutional. Yeah. And so but and so they get to make and, that and courts, call. And courts get to do it on a case-by-case basis. Legislature gets to do it on the on, – they get to delete laws or make laws. Courts do not have that kind of authority. Yeah, but how does one – I don't understand how one district judge in California – in one little district down there by himself that's not on no panel of judges right. can, can override the because president. Because he's, well, he's part of... It happens so much less. He's, part of, he's part of the judicial system right. of the United States, so he has the, that power for a few moments. And he and has and that and that's power. Part, and that's part of the, the messed up system is that they think yep. that their, their ruling in one case should be treated as law for everybody around them, yeah, which is messed up. Just like just like juries can nullify laws, but it applies to one case. I think that's the authority that judges have. They can nullify the laws. They they can apply no just to one case, the case they're hearing. Mm-hmm. Because if 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 I make a very bad argument and I lose, should it apply to you when you make a good argument? Or you never get to make the argument because the judge says, "Well, we're going to throw your case out before we even hear your argument because it was the same type, type of case." Point. That's not reasonable. Very good point. You should get your, you could, you should get your hurt, case heard also. All right, let me tell you some good news. I want to put a smile on everybody's face okay. this morning. <laughs> As of yesterday, the Razorbacks went from number seventeen in the uh, national polls to number eight. They're in the top ten now, football wise. Now they're. Now, I don't want everybody to – I want you to understand something. The chances of us rolling into te- to Georgia on Saturday, playing between the hedges, and winning are very thin. I'm not going to say they can't do it, but it's going to be very, very difficult. Now, if they do, they'll be a top-five team. They'll be a top-five, unless nobody loses above them. But, uh Yeah. Number eight in the United States. The That's what makes sports exciting. The guys that show up on the field that day determine it, don't yep. they? Yeah, a lot of attention. As we week. always say, as I said about baseball earlier, that's why they play the game. Yeah. You know, you got to play the game. Got to see what happens. Just never know. Uh, by the way, uh, Texas was knocked out of the polls for number 15 two weeks ago after Arkansas ran over its future SEC foe. The Longhorns, by the way, won 58 to nothing over Rice. Uh, the team, the Razorbacks, beat by 21 in their season opener and doubled up Big 12 rival Texas Tech 70 to 35 on Saturday. That, ju- that just tells you how bad the Big 12 is. And, and that's why Texas <laughs> and Oklahoma are leaving. And why they're bringing a lot of other teams in. Yes, Russ. Who was that idiot from the Bleacher Report who lambasted the Razorbacks for being one of the worst teams and had to, needed to leave the SEC because Texas and Oklahoma were coming? Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, I think that Sam Pittman, he wasn't the first choice, I think everybody knows. And he said this on television Saturday after the win. He says, I know I wasn't the first choice or the second choice. Or even the third choice. But I ended up being the choice, and this is where I want to be. And uh, they are now 4-0 this season, and they're doing very, very well. That defense is playing lights out many times. 
I mean, it's amazing how well they're playing uh, out on the field. Should do a lot of things for Sam uh, on what he's doing recruiting for next year. Offense made some big plays, too. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I still don't understand why the guy from uh, Texas A&M didn't get uh, a penalty flag on when he hit the quarterback for Arkansas, Jefferson. it was very obvious he was out of bounds when he, you know, gave him that real big shove and he got hurt and couldn't come in until the end of the second half. And yeah, that was a that was out of bounds. It shows a lot of heart whenever your first string quarterback gets hurt and you put him back in the game. Yeah, well, he, he was wanting he, back in the game. I know it, but I is mean, you talk about determination. I that, mean, that's and hard. then he ran the football up the middle <laughs> a couple of times. So he's saying, hey. You know, we're here. I'm here to play. Yeah, the thing about that, I mean, Jefferson went out there and played, <laughs> and I don't know exactly. Made some first downs on third downs. Oh yeah, that that with the backup quarterback in, that they wouldn't have been able to hang on probably if they hadn't done it. So, whenever you see the secondary people that are usually aren't in the limelight step up and make things happen, whenever the the star is gone, then you, th- you think, hey, maybe we've got a team. All right, we got to get a break in. Enough smiling. I'm not. <laughs> I'm. Not, I'm. My show's not known for smile. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. But I, I'm. I'm really proud of the Razorbacks. I was dancing inside my living room on Saturday. Got back from Florida just in time to be able to catch, like I said, uh, Burke's first touchdown for 85 yards and i thought he was going to fall before it got to me so yeah unfortunately the uh the one team that did not fare so well this weekend washington baptist tigers broken a 30 game winning streak by harding over harding how bad they beat him i was like 14 to nothing when i tuned in for a few minutes oh he got worse than that but then it was 38 to 21 was the final score yeah, bottom line is this is not the Washita team we've seen for the last No, four they've got years. a they've got a they've got a lot of work to do. They've got they've had some uh some great players on their in their stable and they've got some future great prospects as well. They just gotta be built up. All right, story that I had seen and I told you guys about and I want to talk a little bit about it with you. Uh, I want to get to in just a moment dealing with uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders and running for governor and nationalizing her message. I want to talk about that. But before I do that, let me remind you about East End Towing and what they can do for you. You need to know who you want to tow your car or come out and, and help you in an emergency situation before the emergency situation happens. You should have their number in your phone and you should have their number written down on your person, in your purse, ladies, in your wallet, guys. Don't put it in your glove compartment because if you happen to lock your keys in your car, uh, you can't get in it to, to use the, 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 the number. But you might want to just put the number in your phone to be able to do that. East end towing because no matter the situation that they come up on, east end towing can handle it. And they've got all the answers. Think about this. Uh, they belong to the Arkansas Tow and Recovery Board. They're licensed and insured tow operation. That's very important. You want to make sure who's ever going to tow your car 
is licensed and uh, is insured so that if something does go long, wrong, like your car falls off of the hook or something, <laughs> uh, they can pay for the damages to your automobile. And uh, each one of their trucks is permitted. Uh, remember again, East Intoing, the phone number is uh, 501 888-8849. Well, guys, I'm going to have to wait until tomorrow to talk about uh, Sarah and her nationalizing campaign. We'll do that with the uh, power panel of the ladies that's coming in. Until then, you guys have a great day. RD, you know, Paul, Simone, yes, thank you for coming in. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.